Blog Talk Radio.
name of Amin is supreme, the all-powerful, the one and only true Lord. And Amin, we trust, as the Republican intellect, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Nubim Minkari. This is Mentalect Radio. And tonight, tonight we're going to be discussing alien versus predator, or as I've been saying to you all, Amin versus human. Yes, the aliens are the Amun race. And the aliens who are the Amun race are now falsely being called the black race. And the predators are the human race. And your humans represent your Caucasians, your Asians, your East Indians, the people with the animal fur that they call hair. Those are the predators. Um, Hillary Clinton called so-called black people super predators. But so-called black people ain't the ones selling drugs, country state to state, country to country, not committing mass global genocide on whole nations to take people's territory, to take their resources. That's what predators do. Predators prey on other people. They prey on people's weaknesses. They prey on their vices. They prey on their emotions. They prey on their fear. That don't sound like so-called black people to me. What that sounds like is White people, Asian people, you know, white people, Asian people, East Indian people, or as brown. You know, I'm going to do the colors, white, yellow, and that's your humans. As you can see all throughout the world, these people were famous for preying on other people, murdering other people, killing off populations of people because they have the predator instinct. They have the animal instinct in them. The humans have the animal instinct in them, all humans. You see, you so-called black people, the reason why you are preyed upon, the reason why you have these humans in your countries in Africa, in America, in Europe now, which used to be our whole continent, you know, the Caribbean. The reason why you have these different races of humans amongst you is because they're predators. They don't want you to have anything. They want to take what you have because that's what predators do. They rob from you. They take from you. They they um, they uh, oppress the people. You see, and the predator, a predator is never satisfied with their own territory, with their own spot. Same thing with animals. Animals don't have any boundaries. The only reason animals animals don't come into these cities is because you have you know they distances away, but they come amongst the people, and sometimes they have to be killed to be pushed back, to push their population back. You see, that's what predators do. Animals are predators. They feed on other animals. So your humans are no different. So when it explains, when they uh, when they come to our, our places, our lands, wherever we are, they come with that animal instinct, that predator instinct, because it was put in them to be predators. This is why they have you praying in religion. The word prayer or pray is the same thing as P-R- P-R-A-Y and P-R-E-Y is really the same thing. It is. It's why they put pray in there because only people who prey on other people, people who are predators, they are going to institute prayer, their religion, where you are basically getting on your knees and begging a higher invisible being to protect you. So you make yourself pray for that high being that they're talking about. You make yourself pray for them. 
you make yourself prey for predators because that's what predators want. Predators want you to bow down and worship them. Predators want you to bow down and worship them as supreme when they're not. That's what predators do. You see, they want to exploit you. They want to exploit the people. Is that not the description of the humans, especially the so-called white man? Is he not a predator? But yet he turns around and calls you so-called black people super predators. How is that? You didn't put drugs in your neighborhood. You didn't put guns in your neighborhood. He did. He didn't come to he, you. Didn't come to his his um. You didn't come to his country and take over. He did that to you in America and Africa, all over the place where we was. And because we are not predators, we so-called as you know so-called black people are not predators. We don't understand the predator behavior. We really don't. I mean, you got certain people who are acting out that predator mindset, certain black people who are acting it out now because they've been amongst these humans and, you know, they're doing what the humans do, being predators. But black people are not predators, not like these humans. They're not. They're not predators. You see, these humans live to prey on other people. They live to prey on other people. You see, I told you the humans are no different than leeches. Humans are leeches, and they prey on those who have the most or the abundance of life, the abundance of energy. This is why they always come around you so-called black people, because you have an abundance of life and energy that no nobody has amongst the humans. None of these people have the abundance of life and energy and soul in us, like like, you know, unlike anybody else. They don't, so this is what attracts them to us. This attracts them to us, whether they call themselves hating us or loving us. They can't keep their mind off of us. You see, we have always been the focus because we are alien to the predators. See, the, all the other predators know each other. They all know each other. They all got this connection together. The humans, I don't care what they are, white, yellow, brown, whatever, the ones with the straight hair like the animals, the humans, the mammals, they all got a connection, a link to each other, and they all know each other. We as the almond race, are the outcasts. We are the aliens. This is how they really look at you. I tell you all, no matter how often you are, look how long we done been around them, and they still, when they see you, they see your children. They want to touch your children's hair. They want to look at your skin. They want to put their hands through your head to touch your hair. I'm like, they done been seeing woolly hair, Afro hair, for, for thousands of years they've been seeing our hair. Why is it still amazing to them? Why is our hair still amazing to them? You see? Why are we still amazing to them? I even see it when people tell stories. They go, yeah, you know, they, they, if they tell a story and it happened to be a so-called black person, they got to always mention that it's a so-called black person. If it's any other race of person, it's just a person. But when it's you, it's a so-called black person, you see. Even when these white cops be telling, yeah, you know, it's black guy, this and this. Or if it ain't no black, it's a regular, this guy, this guy, this guy. If that no, that lets you know it's so probably white or Asian or whatever. It's a guy. They don't say it's an Asian guy. They don't say it's an Eastern or a white guy. They just say this guy. When it comes to you, a black guy or a black woman, a black girl. You know why? Because to put the black part on it lets everybody know. And they all know that already because they on code. All these humans on code. They see you so-called black people as aliens. That's really what the truth is. This is why they treat you as outcasts. They see you as aliens. They're going to try and act like, you know, they understand, you know, that there's differences in races. No, they don't. No, they don't. I told you before, they will never accept you as one of their own. You are not their kind. 
They know that. It's just natural that they do not accept you. It is unnatural for them to accept you. So whenever you see these humans amongst us, whenever you see them amongst us, whenever you see them trying to intermingle with us or be in some sort of relationship or something with us, it don't even look right. It don't look right. You see, I don't care how much you try and make it sound like it's right, look right. It don't look right. I told you before when you see the bronze woman with the so-called white man, the Asian man, it looks off. It looks off. It don't even look right. You see, it doesn't look right. It looks mismatched. But when you see an Asian with a Caucasian, that don't look off. When you see an Asian with an East Indian, that don't look off. When you see a Caucasian with an East Indian, that don't look off. They don't have dark skin, and the Asian don't have pale skin, but the same animal fur, the same dog hair. They don't look; they look like they're okay together. See, and now people say, oh, you know, one is darker than the other, but they're still the same species. They're still part of that predator species. You see, they're still part of that, are totally different. And they want to try and ignore it. Like I said, we are the odd people who are out because they know we are from someplace else. They know deep down inside we are from someplace else, someplace they are not. You see, they know naturally that we don't belong together. You see, but you got people who want to go against nature. You got people who want to go up against nature, and we always pay. The people always pay. Your children always pay for the laws of nature that you break. We are a totally different species. We are that alien species. We are not from this dimension. We are not from this dimension. We are from above. They are from below. We are not from this dimension. We forget. We can't look at ourselves and say, and, and it amazes me that our people, they don't look at themselves and say, something ain't right here. I, I, I'm still scratching my head at the, because I always knew when I was a little boy, something wasn't right, you know, with these people and us, that something don't, something ain't right. Something just don't look right. Something's off. Like, we don't belong here or with these people. And I knew it. I was like, I just couldn't put my finger on it. You know, I tell you, I've seen the picture of me when I was a little boy and my Caucasian uh, kindergarten teacher, Miss Gerber, was hugging me and whatnot. And I just had this look like, uh, I still have my part in my head, too. I'm like, uh, no, 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 why are you here? But y'all should all think like that. But instead of so-called black people having a suspicion of these humans, of these Caucasians, these Asians, only they, they openly, you've been taught to openly embrace these people. You've been taught to openly embrace these people, you see, want to be next to these people. And these are the same people that have abused you, right, treated you as outcasts and affected you, calling you black people. And y'all still don't get why. Black is another way of saying unknown. I told you that. They don't know what you are. They they only refer to you as black people because, again, black people means unknown. So if they're making terms, they're using terminologies like black on you, mean a hidden, covered, unknown, right? And then they make a movie called Hidden Figures and go to go find out that the hidden figures in the movie were bronze women who were really doing the mathematical equations for NASA. I mean, for, um, yeah, for NASA, the space program, doing all the mathematical equations before the machine got up and going, the IBM machine got up and going with bronze women doing the mathematical equations that they needed to get their um, 
rocket into space into onto the moon, supposedly. Right? That's what they say they had him there for. So that tells you that in these terminologies they use, they don't know what you are. They don't know what you are. They don't want to admit that. But they can't say and they and they don't want to say, Oh, you know, you are a different race of people. They're not gonna say that. But in a way they do say that because again, what is black people? What is black people? There's no such thing. What is black people? That's really them saying that you're another race of people, another species of people, another group of people, an alien race of people. That's what you so-called black people are, the bronze people. You are an alien race from the fourth dimension, an alien race in which this world is strange to us because how you know it's strange is because we still don't even understand why we're being treated the way we are, why people do us the way they do us. We don't understand it. We don't get that. And the answer is very simple. We are not from here. And when I say from here, we are not from the third dimension. We are not from this realm where creation takes place. We're not from the realm of creation. We are from the sphere of projection or the sphere sphere of projection or the plane of projection. And the plane of projection is the fourth dimension. The fourth dimension is the last plane before the transfer into the third dimension, before we become more solid, more um, mass, right? Before we move on to the plane of force. The fourth dimension is the final projection before we start to make our downward Swoop, as I guess you could say, your downward uh, presence or projection here. That's what that's what the fourth dimension is. It starts to be a transference center. It's a transference center because we come from upper dimensions, and we also fell down from those upper dimensions. See, we didn't just fall from the fourth dimension. We fell from the twelfth dimension. We fell from the thirteenth. Well, we fell from the thirteenth to the twelfth, to the eighth, and to the fourth. And that was the final. The final fall was into the third dimension. You see, and no, well, that wasn't really. The final fall was from the third dimension into the second dimension. So from thirteen to three, ten dimensions down, and now into the second dimension. You see, so we fell down, fell down to two, um, two dimensions, but we become possessions. We've fallen down to that. It was a time when we were a people, when we were collectively together, we were a people all over the planet. That was the last time we were in the third dimension. Because, see, the third dimension, all dimensions deliver a image of completion. In other words, we didn't know what it meant to be a community or people until we reached the third dimension, until we started to come together in the third dimension. We didn't know what it meant to be a community. See, in the second dimension as individuals, as possessions, we don't, we didn't understand the importance of community. We figured we are our own boss, we are our own God, we follow whatever we want to do, it's all about us. That's what we figured it was, and that was it. And that, you got a lot of people still in that. Meanwhile, they're being shown 
what they receive or what the punishment is for thinking in that way. It's why you see so-called black people being shot down, treated as outcasts, or because you don't stand together. See, when you stand together, you create a solar force. When you stand together as a people of the almond race, whether you know it or not, when you stand together, one mind, one body, one soul, in the right direction, which is almond, upward, outward, when we stand together, there's a solar, there's a solar, um, what I want to say, almost like a solar shield around our people. There's a solar force of protection around our people when we stand together in righteousness, when we stand together as Amen, because it starts a transformation in our people once we are standing together in the third dimension. See, that transformation of that solar projection breaks when we move into that two-dimensional mindset, into that black mindset. That's when we go into a state of possession. But when we stood together collectively as people, you can feel the synergy and the power coming together, and other people can feel it as well. This is why they always want to make sure that when they see our people coming together, they want to break that up. There used to be a time they said you saw ten or two or three so-called black men standing on the street corner. They'd go and break that up. The police would go and break it up. Even if they were standing together and they were dressed nice and you could tell they weren't going to, they were standing, the police would come and break that up. Why? Because they don't want our people coming together. They don't want our people to start thinking because, see, people coming together represents people talking, thinking, and starting to unify. And once they start to talk and think and unify and come together, a synergy is started, a power or energy shift starts, a transformation starts. You see, that's why, if you notice, whenever we had any uh, so-called black organization, what the white man do? He always sent some spies in to infiltrate and cause chaos and confusion. They always send in some spies to infiltrate and cause chaos and confusion. It happened with the what happened with the nation of Islam under the honorable Elijah Muhammad. It happened with Dr. York. It happened a couple of times with me, but I won't go to, go and say these people came from, you know, so-called white man. It was just bugged out Negroes who were two-dimensional, who were programmed to create chaos and confusion, and they tried to bring that chaos and confusion amongst the three-dimensionals, but to no avail. They always fade back to the two dimension to black. But my point is, with each dimension that we move toward, with each extension we have, there's always an extra image, extra piece of the puzzle that's added. You see, there's always an extra piece of the puzzle added as we start to move toward that upper dimension, as we start to do things to align ourselves with these upper dimensions, like I told you all before, the only way we can get into the fourth dimension, we have to be lined up in the third dimension. So we have to leave the two-dimensional mindset behind because with each time we come together and we are raising in our projection and the imagery, each time we're coming together, that is creating a strong synergy, a power with our people those who are part of the transformation, so much so that we're only going to have, we're going to create this vibration, this energy, like, you know, like you have certain people, they, they, they think alike, they are focused on the same thing, so you get the same type of people. So when different types of people come amongst them, people who are not on code, not on the same frequency, not on the same vibration, not on the same level, those people form that um, shield. 
within the people, within the community, a shield is formed, and these people will eventually want to leave because they don't fit in to that collective within that community. They don't fit in, so they will eventually leave, okay? They will eventually leave because they don't fit in, okay? So that is us in that stage of becoming those aliens, right? What is an alien? One who is uh, celestial, one who is celestial, one who is of a higher plane of the fourth dimension, of the upper dimension. That's what a celestial being is. A celestial being is not somebody who is from some spaceship or from the universe. That's not celestial. That's not celestial. Celestial deals with upper or higher dimensions. That's what celestial deals with. When they talk about the heavens and all this other stuff, the celestial heaven and all that, that's talking about upper dimensions. Aliens come from upper dimensions. They don't come from different planets. They come from different dimensions, you see. So keep that in mind. Nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, you won't get any aliens coming into this atmosphere nine times out of ten except us. We are the only aliens, the only bona fide aliens on the planet, you so-called black people. You are the only bona fide real aliens on the planet. Look at you and look at everybody else. That's all I got to say. If you don't see that, I don't know what to tell you. If you don't understand that this is the real reason why we are treated as outcasts here, why everybody preys on us, why everybody wants to kill us, everybody wants to destroy us, or they want to lay with us or exploit us in some kind of way, it's because we are not from this dimension. We're from another state. You see, when we are in our right state of mind, when we are in the fourth dimension, we see the humans just as what they are, animals. We see them as animals. We don't see them as people. We don't see them as persons. We see them as just what they are, two-legged animals, predators. No different than the dog, no different than the horse, no different than a cow, just an animal. A dangerous animal. The human is a dangerous animal. And they are dangerous to those who don't know the ways of the human. They are dangerous. You see, that predator switch is always going to be in the humans. That's the animal genetic in them. That's why most of them are serial killers, rapists, and all kinds of other degenerate things because they have this imbalance going on inside of them, you know, this animal slash uh Man, man, you know, or the almond from us that's in them, they have that connection to us in some way, shape, or form through the earthbound woman, the Eve seed, and then they have the connection with the animal, right, which makes them the way they are, which makes them territorial, which makes them vicious, which makes them bloodthirsty killers. That's what they are, predators. They want to act like they're civilized and things like that, but they're not. They're not civilized at all. They can talk a good one. They can act good. But like I said, all the degeneracy you see going on all over Earth is them. They are responsible for all the degeneracy, the humans. You see, and in fact, at one point in time, it was coming to a time where the humans were going to be wiped out of existence. But they were saved, and they were jump-started again. There was um, the scientists talk about this thing where there was a huge 
epidemic or disease or whatever, and wiped out most of Europe. Wiped out most of Europe. Most I think it was Black Plague or something like that that wiped out most of Europe. And these people were jump stars again. They were on the verge of extinction. But it wasn't meant to be an extinction. It was just meant to wipe out those humans who didn't really serve a purpose. And now it's happening again. Now it's happening again. The humans are on the hot seat, and they're being wiped away gradually. And now the sheer survival, they're they're willing to lay down with the so-called black woman. And even in that, they're being degenerate with that. You see, because they don't really want to lay down with the black woman, but they have to. They have to to keep their seed going. Their women are not producing like that. They have to lay down with the woman who comes from the aliens. They have to lay down with her to extend their bloodline, their seed. All of these things that the humans do on Earth, all of the, uh, um, all of the um, way they prey on people is no different than the way animals prey on other animals. No different. You see, it was always kept in mind that the humans would be predators. You see, they have that predator nature in them because. They were created to go into places where there were other animals and basically destroy those animals so that cities could be set up and built. So, yeah, the humans were used for that as well. The humans were used to go into places where there were it was heavy populations of animals that we didn't want to go into, but we sent the humans in there to kill off these animals so that societies could be set up where they are. That was one of the things the humans did. And they even did that when they came over here into America because a lot of America, wherever our people was at in certain areas we wasn't at, a lot of the heavy animal population. So a lot of those areas had to be cleared of the trees and everything. And when you clear the trees out of the area, you start to push animals back. You start to push them back. You start to push them back away from the cities that you're trying to build, you see. That's what you push them back for. You see, and again, this is why you got a lot of these Caucasians, some of these Asians, and now you East Indians, some of them. Like I said, but the Caucasians especially, these are your biggest predators. These are your biggest uh, serial killers, rapists, like child molesters. But the so-called white man wants to say that that's the so-called black man who's that. You see, they want to say you're that. Anybody actually knows that the predators that did all of these degenerate things, they do these things because they are animals. Your humans are animals. And all they know how to do is prey on other people. That's all they know how to do. That's all they know how to do. Even when they're trying to be so-called righteous or whatever the case may be, when they try, they don't really understand or comprehend anything about righteousness because that predator mindset, that predator spirit is always going to be on them. They're always going to be looking to use somebody, take advantage of somebody, misdirect somebody, because that's in them by nature. It's in humans by nature to be that way. And we, like I said, don't understand it. That's how we were able to be overtaken by this, because we had this alien mindset. We like, oh, no, nobody would, nobody would really do anything to us. I mean, like, we thinking on that alien mindset of you know, being uh, civil people. 
we're thinking of being civil. And when we see these other races of people, our mindset is we're trying to be civil. We're trying to be cool. That's not their mindset. We're trying to be civil. We're trying to be cool. Their mindset is we're going to take where everything they got. they sizing up. They come to your country. They come to your house. Whatever the case may be, they're they sizing up what you got. They're looking at what you got and see what they want to take. That's the nature of these humans because they're natural created. Or should I say, I ain't going to say natural created. They're artificially created human predators. They're artificially created human predators. This is why there's war every all over. You have war going on, places of war torn, you see, because all the wars are based on people just trying to take things from other people, take their resources, take over the country, take over the government, basically to get the resources they want out. So that's preying on people. That's preying on people, you see, and they can't never, they can't properly judge themselves because the ones who are doing the judging are, are present. They're, they're present as well. You see, they're predators. This whole system is run by predators, sexual predators, financial predators, right? All kinds of uh, homicidal predators. All kinds of predators are here, even attention predators. You have people who are predators when it comes to attention. They prey on others for attention. They have to have attention. So you have to. Make sure you don't pick up that predator spirit here. That predator spirit is very heavy in the society. That predator spirit where people are trying to use you, trying to feed on your energy, feed on your feed on whatever emotions you got left. They're trying to feed on these things because that's what predators do. Predators don't have any um, they don't have any decency. They don't have any respect for anything. All they know is I want to take what you got. I want to destroy what you got because that will make me happy. I want to see you with nothing because that's what makes me happy. This is the mindset of a predator. All them slave masters and the people that founded this country were a bunch of goddamn predators, man. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, all the people who this Caucasians raised up as the founding fathers, these were a bunch of goddamn predators, man. These were predators, but they won't call them that. But that's what they were. If you come into a place where other people already had a society set up and doing things or when things were, you know, already in place, and you come and usurp that power and you come with a boat full of y'all and usurp that power, what does that make you if not a predator? You see, what does that make you? And the beast is a proud predator. He is a proud predator. He'll say things like, oh, you know, whatever happened in the past, that was the past. And No, it's not the past. It's not. Because you're still feeling the after effects of it now in the present, so it's not the past. You predators, they really don't know the difference between the past and present and their behavior in the past and present. They have no idea nor do they care to have a concern. You're, that's why it's useless to try and reason with a predator. It's useless to reason with or try to beg for your life or beg for mercy from a predator. And you so-called black people, you look stupid when you do that. You really look stupid when you're begging the, begging the police to stop shooting your children. You really look stupid when you're begging these white people to love you. You really look stupid when you ask them to be accepted by these other race of humans. You look stupid. 
because they prey on your weakness. They prey on your weakness. They prey on your weakness. They want you to remain weak as so-called black people. They want you to remain stupid. They want you to remain as victims. That's why, if you notice, they always promoting black people as victims, the so-called liberals, because part of promoting you as a victim, you so-called black men and black women, part of promoting you as victims is to make the world think that you are a weak people. You are a weak, stupid people that have no strength, no power or foresight. That's why they have to run this narrative that y'all are weak people and that the best you can do is hope to serve them. That's what they really, this is really what they saying. This is, this is their mindset. You are a weak people, and all you can hope to do is serve them. That's how predators think. You see, they don't, they will never think you as an equal because you, no, no, in other words, the only way you can be an equal is, that if, is if you have animal genetics like the humans. They could see the Asians as equals. They could see the East Indians, the Arabs, all those people, they could see as equals, but not you because you don't have the animal genetic. You don't have the animal genetic. You have the almond genetic, you see. And because you have the almond genetic, because you have that genetic of the overseers, the fourth dimensional overseers, the lords, you are an outcast. You know what that's like? That's like a bunch of students, right, a bunch of students all hanging out together, chilling together, but then here come the teacher. You think that everybody hates the teacher. Don't nobody wants the teacher to chill. The teacher's the overseer, but they don't like the teacher because the teacher comes with rules. The teacher comes with order and law and things like that. They don't like the teacher. The teacher's boring to them. They want some place where they got uh, no order. They got uh, no rules, no nothing, no law, no nothing. And see, when you bring law, when you bring order, they see you as an alien, one who is throwing a monkey wrench into their world of chaos and confusion. They like how this this world is. They like how it is under their control, under their, you know, under them being in charge. They like how it is. And they don't want you to become equal because once you become equal, then you will eventually come to the head because, they're not going to help boost you up to take over. They're not trying to do that. They would rather see you dead or with nothing or see them dead with nothing before they see you in charge of taking over. Because then that means the aliens, I mean, the predators have lost. That would mean the predators have lost, you see, and the aliens have won. But in your book of Revelations, it tells you that that race of aliens is coming. It tells you that race of aliens is coming at the end of the world. And we are at the end of the world. Make no mistake about it. Just because you ain't seen nothing stop, that's not what the end of the world means. The end of the world means the end of a society and the coming of a next one. That's what the end of the world means. People say, oh, this is never going to end. Yeah, it is. It don't end because people like you want to keep it going. I tell them that. Whether you want to admit it or not, you want to keep it. you want to keep it going. You want the predators to remain in power. You want the predators to remain in power so they can keep preying on our people, sucking the blood out of our people, right? having them work for nothing, having them abused by so-called authorities, 
That is abusive to even refer to these people as authorities. They're not supposed to be our authorities. I'm talking about you, uh, though you so-called black people. These people are not supposed to be our authorities. We have an authority. We have a higher order. But y'all forgot about that. You forgot. You forgot that aliens carry a whole different aura and vibration around us. Who carries who carries a different aura and vibration around us? If you know, if not us, who carries a, a different vibration? How we move, how we dance, how we sing, how we think. Everything is different. I'm not talking about the so-called black people that hung around white people and start copying them. I'm not talking about those kind of people. You know, skin-wise, you were brought in on some level, but then certain people stay at that level. That's just what it is. They don't have any place else to go. So they stay stuck in the middle or in limbo. As they say, they stay stuck in, in the middle or limbo because they don't know what to do, what to, which way to go, what direction to go, and they have no clue. This is why we in the system and the setup we in, and we are under, or should I say, we are in, we are in direct line, line with the predators. We are in direct line with the predators. Okay. And like I said, they know, these humans know that they are two-legged predators. And they notice because, like I said, even the things they do, even down to how they prepare their food, even down to how they go out and get their food. Like I said, the thing of choice, you know, was hunting, where they would basically grab a gun and go and shoot a deer or something like that, and they would cook it and eat it, right? We didn't have to do that. We didn't have to. You had, of course, you had our people doing that. You had them going out and slaughtering animals by themselves for food, and I get that if you need food, right? But we were the people that were the first to harvest our food and put our food and separate our food and put it in store vats and things like that, or we would have the humans going or certain people go and fish for us and bring back the food and bring back fish and things like tons of fish or birds and things like that, we would have we would have them go out and get that, hunt that or do that themselves because we were not hunters like that. If you notice, you don't really see too many so-called black men hunting. You don't see that. We were not hunters like that because a hunter is a predator. You see, I mean, if we got to get out and do that and we ain't got no food, we're going to do it, but by nature we're not predators. You see, we're not going to go out and come over the damn deer thrown over our shoulder, deer or elk or some shit thrown over our shoulder like the so-called white man. And then sometimes he won't even eat the meat. He just kill a damn animal just to kill it and put his head on the wall or stuff it or some nonsense like that. You see, they won't, nine times a day, they won't even eat it, you know. And if you want to say that the humans are some form of cannibal, for eating animals, that would be about right. They are a form of cannibal for eating other animals. And that's another reason why these humans are into veganism and vegetarianism because they see the animals as one of them. They see a connection between themselves and the animals. 
You see, that's why they really into the vegan thing. That's really why they into the rescuing dogs and rescuing cats and all this other business because, like I said, they have sympathy for animals. They have that sympathy for the animals. They have that genetic material from the animals inside of them. You see, that's what that is. You have to pay attention to the interaction. Pay attention to the interaction and how our people interact now or how we're taught to interact with each other. A lot of our people have had that predator spirit implanted in them, that predator mentality planted in them. In them. And because they've had that predator mentality planted in them and they're not sure where they get it, like I said, that's because you have this predator energy going throughout the three-dimensional state, this predator energy, this want and desire to use people, to control people, to have people um, in sub in subjugation. That is the desire of the true predator. That is the desire of the true predator. He wants everybody or she wants everybody in subjection and submission to them. And that's not the way righteously to be. That's not the way righteously to be if you are long-term, if you're looking for long-term, long-term reality. Long-term reality is the acceptance of who you are and who you will become. It's not what you want it to be. It's what it is. It's not what you want it to be. It's what it is. That power is strong. That energy is strong. And that power of persuasion, which comes from that alien genetic in us, that almond genetic in us, puts us above everyone else in reality because we are above everybody else because we are fourth dimensional. And the only and, and again, that's the only time we're really going to be a above everybody else is when we are in our right dimensional state of mind. Because, again, the dimensions go in alignment with a dimensional shift and the state of mind. And that is the separation of the zero and the one continuously is an upload in your mind frame. It is a separation of the zero and one. Who is the zero and one? The same people who are the alien and predator. And predator. And the bronze race. Bronze race. We are an open race of receivers. We are an open race of receivers to a higher state if our mind is intact, if our focus is intact, if our vision is intact. So, what we must always understand is that we live in a world predators. We live in a world of animals who are out here to hunt other animals. Humans who are out here to hunt other humans. This is all they live for. What else does an animal live for but to prey on other animals, eat, sleep, crap, do all that. That's what you know. Your humans are no different. They don't live for nothing else other than to be who they are, which is predators. Don't be surprised, like I said, when these people, because like I said, they don't flip, they don't flip the um, flip the script around and got you thinking. They want you to think president. They want you to think you so called black people when they think president. That's why, like I said, Hillary Clinton call them super president. 
for our so-called black men super predators. Because they are afraid that when our people come into their right state of mind, all the predator-like behavior is going to be suppressed. They're not going to be able to go out amongst the world and take from the people anymore, lie to the people anymore, try to enslave the people anymore. Those days are going to be over. You see, and this is the thing that the beast hates. He hates their law and order and a limitation of his former power is going to be put in our hands, and we're going to be able to control the predator and make sure that the predator does not prey on others.
I'm going to even go as far as to say this. Yeah, humans, this whole idea of a God that wants you to pray, get down on your knees and pray to him, that's really the so-called white man. That's, that's him. That He's the image of God that he created. He wants everybody to bow down and pray or praise him, to make themselves pray to him. That's why, if you notice, there's a lot of heavy sacrificial uh, heavy sacrificial theme in a lot of the New Testament of the Bible. It's a heavy sacrificial theme to the so-called gods, even in the Old Testament. A lot of that is that's a lot of that's these Caucasians and all these other humans with their false gods and demanding sacrifices and things like that. You know, blood sacrifices. Because the reason they demand blood sacrifices, the reason why Jesus' blood got to be drank and his flesh got to be eaten, and why you got to pray. Is because that's animal talk. That's predator talk. Your God is going to be satisfied with the blood and the flesh of a person. Is going to be satisfied with you getting on your knees and begging, asking not to be destroyed, asking to be protected, basically submitting yourself to an animal mindset or to make yourself prey to an animal. Someone who they want you to fear That's why they say they want you to fear God Because they want you to fear God Like you fear an animal And you Fear that you will become Prey to the animal Who is a predator That's what their God really is Their God in the Human belief system is really An animal A.K.A. Half man half animal And he preys Upon or it preys upon people. It preys upon people, right? That's why it loves bloodshed. You see, we hear about these lot of these humans 
especially these Caucasian serial killers, they be sitting up here, they, they kill their victim, be biting chunks out of their skin, biting them and biting chunks out of their face and out of their skin. That's, that's the animal in them, animal in them that want to really eat the people they kill. You see, they want to really eat the people, but they stop themselves short of that. Sometimes they go as far as to eat the people they kill. You see, that's the animal in them. That's who they really are by nature. You see, and of course they're going to create a God who is a predator as well. The God that they believe in is a predator. Okay? That's why he wants you to pray to them. Or they tell you that God wants you to pray, to be prayed, to get on your knees and be prayed to the God who is really an animal, half man, half animal. Baphomet. They, that's why their God commands a sacrifice, a human sacrifice. Flesh and blood, because animals love to tear apart flesh and blood. They love blood. The humans are no different. Like right now, when you when you people sit up here and you see these black people begging the police not to kill their children or hurt their children, you really begging animals not to hurt you. That's really what you're doing. Because why? And they want you to see them as you know, because you they want you to basically submit and bow down to these animals. That's what they want. They know they got an animal spirit on them. They know they got an animal nature on them. That's why they love bloodshed. You see, until it's their own blood that's shed. You see, that's the that's the that's the equalizer. When their blood is shed, then all of a sudden, you know, everything calms down. You know, at least for a while. You see, that's when they start to get domesticated. When their blood can be shed, and there's nothing there, but when they can freely share blood. They become more and more vicious. They become more and more vicious when they can freely shed blood. And see, the biggest problem our people have uh, must overcome the elect of our people, intelligent, the ones who not, they're never going to overcome this. They got to learn to stop trusting these humans, man. They got to learn to stop trusting the humans because the humans have a blood lust. And I'm going to say this. You so-called black people who are on the human frequency, on that predator frequency, you guys who are gangbangers, you niggas who are gangbangers, you niggas who are drug dealers, you niggas who want to kill people for uh, insurance money, rape women, kill women, rape children, y'all on that human predator frequency too, man. How do you so-called black people? As the Israelites say, two-thirds of you niggas got to go, man. Because you on that human predator frequency. You already know the beast going. He on his way out. He got to go, too. He definitely got to go. He's at the top of the list. But you niggas got to go with him, man. You got to go because y'all predators, too, man. Y'all like that blood. Y'all got that blood lust. Death for your people, though. Not for the beast, for your own kind. Because you're programmed to be like predators. Y'all, even though y'all some fake predators, because you only prey on your own conscience. A true predator prey on everybody if you're a real predator. If you're a real apex predator, as I say, if you're a real apex predator, then you prey on everybody. You see? But if you're, if you're a fake predator, you ain't going to prey on the so-called white men on these other races. You only prey on your own kind, and you're a bunch of cowards. You're really not predators at all. You just act like predators. You see? The prison is full of a bunch of fake predators. Mm-hmm. But in the end, who ends up preying on you in the prison system? The so-called white man, he preys on you. You see, because every time he locks you up, there's money in his pocket to feed his family. So you represent 
he sees you as, he, he now sees you as an animal, a wild animal that he caught and put you in a cage and is making money off you. That's how he got the system set up. You see, the ultimate predator has taken other predators, other degenerate predators, and put them in cages and makes money off of them, makes money off of their labor if he has them out working and, you know, building roads or whatever, free labor, a.k.a. slavery all over again, right? Or just laying up in damn prison and, you know, basically keeping – because that cleaning up the prison – Doing the dishes, washing dishes, having jobs in the prison. You see, which which always blows my mind. You guys didn't want no jobs when you was out in the world, but then you go to jail after committing a crime, and you want to do you going to be in jail ten, fifteen years, and you trying to sign to get uh, get uh, do um do a prison duty, do some chores in prison. You trying to sign for a job in prison to get twenty five or thirty five cent or whatever the hell they give you. That's 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 just that's just really ridiculous to me. You know. You didn't want a job out the street where you really got more money, but now you get to prison, you want a job. Okay. That's what you call a fake predator. Because real predators, they can't, you know, and like I said, sometimes you guys will prey on each other, like I said, especially that them guys in the jail with homosexuals, the homo predators and whatnot. A lot of these guys prey on people. Y'all got that prey, you know, that uh, uh, predator spirit online, you so-called black, you got that predator spirit on you. You love to take advantage of one another. Y'all got that that from you from the so-called white man. You picked that, that degenerate behavior from him. You see, you picked up that degenerate behavior of using your people, of taking advantage of your people, of lying to your people, of hurting, harming, or killing your people because you have a blood lust in you to do that. Whenever somebody just takes somebody's life without any justification, without any real reason, because the only real reason you're supposed to take anybody's life if you got to is if you're trying to protect yourself and your family. That's the only time you should be trying to take somebody's life. Other than that, you shouldn't. Unless somebody harms you or is trying to harm you or harm your family, that's different. You see, anything other than that, that's predator behavior. And if you go off of the history of the human, that's all predator behavior. That's all animal behavior. That's all that territorial, like the animals want to mark their territory. they rather fight for it and whatnot, fight for land and things like that because they have a territorial spirit. You got to understand this right now about these humans. You must understand this now about these humans. You must stop being naive when it comes to these humans. Stop thinking that these humans, you know, are like you just because you're walking on two legs and you got two arms, you got two eyes, and, you know, you can have sex with them. You know, just because you can do that doesn't mean that you're supposed to do that. doesn't mean that you were put here by nature to do these things. You see, and this is why people will never truly understand these humans or the animal energy, the animal uh, um the animal spirit and the animal material that moves through them. Why they have that blood lust and why they have that hate for you is because you represent that alien on the planet. You are not of the animal genetic material. You're not of the animals here. You see, you're not of the animals here. Even the reptilians, 
food genetic material we got, they're not from here. The reptilians are not from here. The reptilians were projected here. Y'all follow what I'm saying? The reptilians were projected here from other dimensions. They are in other dimensions on other planets in other solar systems, reptilians, right? Why do you know that? Because wherever there's water, wherever there's water at, there's going to be reptilians put in the water first and foremost because the waters of this planet were for them first and foremost. The humans were just bread and water, but the waters, the sea life and all that, all that was for them. You see, and everything in the sea was for them to prey on, to eat. That was their food. You had uh, uh, reptilian creatures like dinosaurs, crocodiles, all kind of uh, and other types of uh, uh, reptile creatures that go deep into the water, things like that, that are reptiles. And like I said, the ocean life, a lot of that's for their consumption, for their food, you see. So whatever there's water at, there's going to be reptilian planet there because they're going to be utilized for a job. They're going to be utilized for a job. They serve a purpose in the water. They serve a plant, a purpose in the wilderness of this planet in the three-dimensional realm. They serve a purpose. Let's see. And they were projected here, and they will continue to be projected into other atmospheres. They will continue to be. They will continue to be infused into other atmospheres because, like I said before, your animals, your modern-day animals, are nothing but genetically modified versions of the reptilians, you see. Just like these humans are nothing but genetically modified versions of us, you see. Lower versions, lesser versions of us, artificial versions of us. That's all the humans are. They're nothing but artificial versions of us. That alien race, that race of people who come from the upper dimensions, who are not of this world. This is why we don't understand the things of this world and how things work in this world and who and what we're actually looking at. Because if we really did, we would not trust these humans. We would not trust the so-called white man, the Asian man, or any man. We wouldn't trust anybody who is not of us. And now you can't even trust two-thirds of us. Now, again, I say two-thirds because I agree with the Israelites. I agree that two-thirds of our people got the mark of the beast on them. But that includes you guys too, man. You see, that's the way you think. You see, you don't went from you don't went from uh, uh, those uh, aliens to a bunch of um, how you want to say um, what's the proper word to say? Hmm. You went from aliens to prey. Guess that's the best way to say it. You see, because you all came with civilized energy on you, but you forget these humans have no civilized energy on them. They don't have any real cool about them. Even when you see the most domesticated humans, because it took time, whether you know it or not, it took time to domesticate the humans. It took time to domesticate them, and some of them are still not domesticated. It took time to domesticate the humans. Like any other animal, it took time. All animals at one time were wild, even your humans. That's why they have the origin. There's one human in particular, some of the early humans, they used to call them the wild men. 
look that up. They used to call these early humans the wild men. They were talking about the so-called white men. You already know it's them covered in all fur, running around on all fours and naked, uh, uh, living in the caves, having sex with animals, eating raw flesh, because that's when they were in their super predator animal stage when they were first created. Out the, straight out the waters, they came with covered in fur. They had that animal hair and things like that, and it took. They were wild. They were those wild men. And, again, it's the same thing today. Wild men and wild women of the human race, they're predators. And we, because we have that alien mindset, that mindset where we don't truly belong here, we kind of feel that. But because we're trying to make our time here and the surroundings around us, you know, um, we're trying to make things better for ourselves, make it easier for ourselves. That's why we tend to make or try to make friends with these humans. We try to make friends with these humans because we're trying to make a better way for ourselves. We're trying. We just basically want peace. But, see, the humans don't think you want peace. They really don't think so. You see, that's why they're afraid. These humans don't think you want peace. That's why they're afraid. Well, you think the whole thing of... You know, when they stop you, the police stop you, and they got their guns drawn on you. They know nine times out of ten you didn't do anything, but they do that to instill fear because animals, whenever they come across something or someone or some person that they are not, you know, familiar with, they get in defense mode, and they want to attack you. That's the same way these humans are. That is the same way. They don't do that to Caucasians because, like I said, they're kind. That is their kind. They're all part of the same animal genetic. They don't do that to the East Indians. They don't do that to the Asians because that's their kind. They're all part of the same animal genetic. You have to realize that. You see, notice the police didn't come out and say, no, you know, so, you know, uh, black children shouldn't, black people shouldn't be afraid of the police. You know, we, you know, we got some bad cops, but, you know, we, we, you know, we want to get them out. They ain't saying that. They're not saying it because, like I said, they know who and what they are, and they want you to know in an offhanded way who and what they are, and they want you to be afraid, and they want you to be like prey to them whenever they decide to come to you. They want you to be like prey. They want you to be like prey when they decide to step to you, when they decide to come to you and abuse you, take you. Hurt, uh, rape your woman, whatever they feel like they, they should be able to do, they should be able to do because they're not, they don't have a right state of mind. They have an animal mind. They have the minds of animals or the shots say the brains of animals for the most part. They have the thought process and the impulse of, of animals. That's why they do what they do. You see, they got all kinds of things going on inside them. If you look at them from their hair, their skin, they're sick people. These humans are sick. They're sick because of the animal genetic material that's moving through them, and this is why they have so many diseases and malfunctions, brain malfunctions. You see, this is why the beast in court in the court system, the beast allows them. He come up with loopholes to let them off. He'll say, "Oh, they were temporarily insane when they killed somebody, or they're not fit to mentally stand trial." They got all kinds of loopholes to let these humans off because the beast knows that these humans are off mentally. The beast knows that. He knows the humans are off mentally. He knows that they have that animal genetic in them, and he knows and he'll try to cut them. They'll try to kill 50 people, and, they try, and they're trying to put this person in a damn uh, um, a nut, in the nut house. 
or they trying to keep this person locked up in, in um, solitary wherever for, forever. You don't kill 50 people, but they're not going to put that person to death, though, because they understand. Nine times out of ten, because it was a time where the beast didn't care. He put his own people to death. You commit a crime, you kill somebody, whatever, they, they, you go and get put to death. Now he stopped doing that. reason he stopped doing it because his numbers are shrinking. And at one point in time, they was locking up a lot of white men, uh, putting them to death. And they was like, well, we can't do this. Our numbers are going to start to shrink. That's why they try to let these uh, these humans go when they commit crimes. They're trying to they best to let them go. They don't want to lock no white men up because their numbers are getting short. You see, their numbers are getting short. We'll be right back.
which is really just them being where animals are. See, in their mind, going into nature is going to where animals are. That's why I never really got with that whole camping thing. You know what I'm saying? That whole camping thing and going out into the woods and sleeping in the woods, that's not for bronze people, man. That's not for us. That's that's the humans that do that. All, with all that camping out in the woods and all that other stuff, that's for humans, man. We don't do that. The reason why these humans made that thing, I know a lot of you bronze people, y'all do that because you basically saw the humans do that, but we don't camp, man. We don't go into the woods with animals. They do that because they animals and they want to be around other animals. That's really what the attraction is. They want to be amongst other animals. They want to sleep in the woods with the animal, with the other animals. They really would prefer to live in the, live amongst animals. That's why they'll be living in log cabins in the woods. They like to go camping, living in the log because they really, and they call that going back to nature. Whose nature is that? Whose nature is that? That ain't our nature. We don't do that camping stuff. We don't want no cabin. No, we want to live in cities, man, or on farmland. We either going to live on a farm, a ranch, or in a city somewhere. We ain't living in no damn woods. That's how, like I said, that's how you know the so-called, uh, uh, so-called American Indians are not really Native Americans. Because, see, the Native Americans were the people that was farming the land. You know, the people, we, we are not campground people. We might, like I said, we might have a cookout somewhere in the woods. We might do a little cookout somewhere, but we're not campground people. We don't do that. All that sleeping on the ground and all that, that's animal shit, man. That's animal shit. That wanting to be amongst them, be a, have you sleep in a damn thing, have some damn wild dogs walk up on you, pack of wild dogs, or being, you know, because uh, uh, you know, that's a sign you don't belong there. You see, that's a sign you don't belong where the animals are. That's their space. But to see the so-called white man, see, he don't see no boundaries because he got an animal spirit just like all these humans. Not just the so-called white man, but the so-called white man, the Asian, the East Indian, all them people got an animal spirit. Man. That's why they like to go in the camp and camp and being amongst animals and things like that. They like that. That's not our thing. You see, having log cabins in the woods. You see, again, that's how you know the so-called Asian-looking uh, uh, American Indians, the so-called Asian-looking American Indians are not really Native Americans. They're from Asia. But you notice they always, you never saw the so-called Native American, so-called American Indians, the Asian-looking ones with the straight hair. You never see them on farmland. Notice that. You've never seen them with farms. They've always had, they've always been camping out. Every time they show you so-called American Indians, those Asian-looking ones with the straight hair, they always got campgrounds out, out in the woods. Now, if these are native people, wouldn't they know how to farm the damn land? Wouldn't they be living on farms and things like that to grow food? Why are they hunting if they're native? Do that even make sense? Why are they living in campgrounds and living where animals aren't hunting and this is supposed to be their land? Do that even make sense? And they and the white man wasn't the first one to co- um, cultivate the land. He wasn't. You see? He wasn't the one to cultivate no land. You know? People was cultivating the land. See, this is this what they want to leave out of, out of the picture. You see? They want to leave that part out of the picture. Who was, if, if you so, if you know, if there was no so-called American Indians, if they weren't cultivating the land, they were always camping out somewhere, setting up teepees and living off the land and all that. Who the hell was cultivating the land and farming? Don't tell me the white man came here and did that. That's a lie. 
That is a lie. Somebody showed him how to do it, and it wasn't them. That was us. That was us. You see? You know, know, that's not our thing, man. You know, that's not our thing. You know, exactly, mountain climbing, rock climbing. We don't do all that stuff, man. We might go on nature. We might go on what's called, it's one thing, maybe let's just say we go on a nature walk for exercise. That's one thing. And even with that, man, that's a little different because we like, yo, man, we don't walk around no animals, man. We might go on nature walks or something like that just for exercise or walk up a hill or something like that, you know, as far as, you know, getting yourself in shape or something like that. But all that camping out and sleeping in the damn, man, I see you back at the hotel, man. I see you back at the goddamn hotel. You're sleeping on no ground, man. That's like the white people. You ever seen white people, they sit on the damn ground. They'll sit right in the middle of the, on the damn concrete on the ground. They will sit right on the ground. That's 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 something an animal would do. You see? You see, that's something an animal do. They'll sit right in the middle of the dam on the damn ground. They'll sit in the, I don't see them sit on concrete in the middle of the street. Dog find a piss on the ground, shit it on the ground. They'll sit right there. They don't care. And then go right in their house and sit on their couch and sit on their bed somewhere. That just goes to show you. You see? That just goes to show you. That's that animal nature in them. They don't think there's nothing wrong with that. They'll let the dog or the animal lick them in their face. Let them lick them in their face. And the women, of course, you let they know you let the, the dog lick them someplace else. Because that's that that's that that's that that predator spirit. They got the same spirit as the animal. See, we got this. We got that soul of the alien, man. We got the soul of the alien. You see, we got that. Because, like I said, everything to us is strange here, right? Everything with us is strange here. And if it ain't strange to you here, that means you've been around these humans too long. If you know a lot, of, like I said, you know, if it, if it ain't strange to you, that's because you've been around these humans too long. Now you think what they do is normal. You see. You think how they live and how they talk and how they and what they into it is normal, and they try to get you into what they do. You see, they try to get you to go camping and and, and hunting and all this other stuff and, and all this. You know, I could I I I say maybe fishing. I could get fishing. That part I could get because you're going to fish for some food and whatnot. I get that. You see, but um, sleeping in the woods and just shooting wild animals and stuff, man. I go fishing instead, you know, or raise chickens or something like that. We do stuff like that. We go fishing and raise chickens and stuff like that. We don't sleep in no damn, we don't sleep in no damn woods, man. You know, we don't do that. We we leave the we let the animals be amongst themselves, man. That's their home, man. How would you feel? They they these are the same people. If the animals and all of them came and decided to just come into their living room and lay down in their living room, walk up in there, and you starting to see a lot of these animals do that. They, these beds and stuff. They'll walk up in the, in these in these people's houses and stuff like that because they getting fed up, man. That's really them getting fed up. They getting intelligent. They getting tired of these goddamn humans coming to their place where they live at, and that's why these bears ripping these humans apart, tearing their ass up. Sometimes that they they they'll walk up in your house. You ain't supposed to go where they are, and we're saying and the same holds for with us, man. We ain't supposed to go with these, be amongst these humans, man. We ain't supposed to be living amongst them, mixing our seed with them. Everybody has their space, man. You see, our space as the almond race, as those alien beings, was 
within the fourth dimension. We have to move back to that space or move up toward that space again. But but it's not amongst these people, man. Every place, everyone has their own space, man. We ain't supposed to be intermingling in each other's spaces. You see, everyone has their own space for a reason. You see, but like I said, the humans don't obey boundaries because, again, that's the animal spirit on them. That's the predator spirit. They're always looking to see what they can get into. They're always looking to see who they could prey on, what they could prey on. That's the human spirit. They're predators, like the animals. And we are aliens, those upper mental beings, because they always show you the aliens, when the aliens come, the aliens are always what? They're always logical and rational. They don't really get emotion. They're always logical and rational. That's really how we are when we're in our right state of mind as a as a um, race. That's really who we are. We have that alien mindset because everything to us is uh, strange here. So let me go ahead and uh, read this question before we go. What is the alien versus predator? That is the almond race, which is the so-called, unfortunately, calling ourselves the black race, even though they got a predator mind to most of them. That is us as the almond race when we're in our right state of mind because when we're in our right state of mind, in our righteous state of mind, and that upper dimension, upper upper mental, or upper dimensional mind frame, that's the alien mind. That's the logical mind. That's the rational mind. That's the non-emotional mind. But when we get into that whole emotional, uh, uh, angry, predatorial, you know, you we get into that spirit, that predator spirit, that animal spirit. That's not us, man. Even when you so-called black males try to act like thugs and criminals, and you niggas ain't got, y'all ain't built like that for real, for real. You ain't. See, these humans, they built like that. They built like that. I mean, literally built like that to be predators. That's why you got to always, you can never trust them. Our people, see, our people had the alien mindset. We thought everybody thought like us, but we were wrong. We didn't know about these predators. At least we forgot about them. I'll say it like that. We ain't been around them. We have forgot about who they are. I told you our people got a very short-term memory. Are humans, are humans the predators? Yes, they are. They were born predators. We created them as predators to prey on other animals so that they can go into certain territories and move animals back, to go into certain areas. They were like our crash test dummies. They would go amongst them because we wouldn't do that. We'd just send them amongst certain animals. We'd send them to territories to deal with animals and things like that. We didn't need that. We did, that's what we used them for. And they had that animal genetic in them. Are the almond the alien, yes, they are, because they come from the upper dimensions. Like I said, you don't have to be from another planet to come from a to be an alien. All you have to be is one who is of the future, one who is of the upper dimensions. That's what makes you alien to things within this three dimensional time frame or this time frame. Is the is this uh is this the cause of racism? Of course it is. We are aliens to them. But we see, and they and they see us as aliens, but we don't see them as predators. That's the bad thing about it. See, they know what we are, and this is why they treat us as outcasts. They know us to be aliens. Unfortunately, we don't see them for what they are, which is predators, animals on two legs. Why? Why was this set up this way? Because the aliens were meant to be the overseers, and the predators were meant to be the slaves. 
602, you got to call back tomorrow. It's almost the end of the show. We're about to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust. And I'm we thank it, and I'm we continue for it forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Mankari. This has been Mental Like Radio. See you guys back in the morning. Good night.